What up to all the Trump voters out there who aren't going to admit that they voted for Trump? This is Shane. What's up, everybody? This is Batman. And this is the JTS show. And Trump's the president. Well, he's the president-elect. He'll be the president in January or February. I forgot what month. It's like 100 days. Yeah. So, um... Some people are excited about it. I've seen some Facebook stuff. Um, People tried to blame me. Well, not me per se as an individual, but they said because I voted third party that it was my fault and people like me's fault for not voting for Hillary. And that's why she lost, but that's bullshit. And... I tell them she should have given me a reason to vote for her instead. Instead of blaming me for not voting for her, you should have given me a reason to vote for for you. So blame her and her team. That's why they lost, because of themselves. So, I mean... I don't know how to feel about it, man. How do you feel? (laughs) Like, I don't know how to feel. Um, I'm terrified... I didn't even see it coming. Like, I really felt like she was still going to win. I don't know, man. I just, like, I feel like I saw, like, the realistic possibility, and I've been saying ever since he came out and said he was running, I was like, he's going to be the next president. And I kept saying it kind of as a joke, but really, like, in my heart, like, I was like, I I can see this fucking crazy racist person, like... to be real just a straight up lunatic like actually pulling this shit off and I told you I think like he's he's in the sense like a a, an intelligent person that he figured out what it took and what it would be I do think like how we were saying earlier on a conspiracy thing that he probably saw that episode of the Simpsons back from 2000 and was like that's how I could do it like even down to the way he announced the presidency like coming down the escalator at Trump Plaza and all of that like they even had that part down that's the crazy part like i posted the picture on um on uh our twitter page at jt i'm sorry at jts underscore show and on the facebook page which is uh facebook.com slash the jts show um, if you could like and share that, uh, that'd be much appreciated. Um, if, uh, but yeah, I posted the pictures on those and, um, you know, it's just crazy. Like how they, uh, how they predicted that. Like, it's weird. That happens sometimes though with like cartoons. Like I've noticed that before with, uh, with other cartoons that they've somewhat predicted the future in different ways. I don't know side side note but yeah anyway um i don't know like i feel like one one part of me is like hey i survived through the bush years i can survive through this too but i think the difference is bush wasn't he he wasn't like mean-spirited right like he was just misguided he wasn't fit to be president and he wasn't this is w bush i'm talking about um he wasn't necessarily fit to be president. He was misguided. He was easily manipulated. I feel like he meant well, but he was just incompetent. Whereas I don't feel like Donald Trump means well. I feel like he means harm to a lot of people. 
because he has that whole like authoritarian thing going on like what's the point of being an authoritarian if you're not like exercising your your reign or your power on somebody so that's what I'm more so like worried about like who's who's gonna feel the wrath first because you know those type of people they like to extract their revenge and there's a lot of people who are who were saying who who didn't have uh good things to say about him when he was running so now that he's gonna have the power like who's gonna who's gonna face those consequences that's what i'm nervous about not me personally of course because you know we're just starting this like i'm not we're not famous on any level at all but people like us who speak their mind and speak out against this guy like are they gonna face consequences that's what i'm worried about because he's already said he wants to open up the libel law so he can sue the media when they say things that he doesn't like yeah that's, so you know what i'm saying like that's crazy well that and just his whole like the cabinet that he's trying to pick or that cabinet is outrageous like like that shit every is insane. aspect of it it's terrible like and it's terrifying to me that it's like how can you want so many pro-war people like in this day and age like because you're a dinosaur with a toupee what it is he doesn't care about that to be honest like he doesn't care either way about the whole war aspect i don't think he's just picking those people so that he can make his base happy because if he like i said like he's just gonna surround himself with people who are like super right winger so that way he can say you know, hey, I ran as a Republican, I'm really right-wing, blah, blah, blah. Like, and that way he can maintain that. You know, because that was one of the things that people tried to say against him was that he was that he was not um, conservative, quote-unquote. You know, he's been married three times and, you know, shit like that. So, there's obviously different things about his character that they didn't necessarily want to claim as part of their own. So, they'd be like... Yeah, he's running on the Republican ticket, but he's not a conservative, quote-unquote. So it's like, you know, now that he's he's surrounded himself with people who are, quote-unquote, conservative. People like Newt Gingrich and Rudy Giuliani and, you know what I'm saying, these type of dudes. Like, he's surrounded himself with people like that just so Chris Christie. Ben Carson. Ben Carson is going to be in charge of the Secretary of Education. Like, that's insane. I do kind of feel like that You're gonna have a, though, a, a, is a win for like the the Christian community. Like that's like a lot of a reach out to them because but that's not he's good. that's not good because I'll agree with you on that. But to the same extent though that we feel it's not good, that community and their beliefs like that's a very important thing. Like that's how I feel like he's preparing himself to win re-election already is because if you pick that type of audience, that's, like I told you, like, I feel like that's a big place where Hillary failed was by coming out and saying that she was pro-abortion. And we understand, because we've read the policies and everything else, Mm -hmm. as far as how she wasn't trying to do anything different. She was trying to keep Roe and Wade. Um, But with Trump and picking somebody like him for education, like, you're saying that at that point, it's okay for you to teach... Uh, Christianity in school 
which to some degree I'm not entirely opposed to because I still have like, you know, that fundamental background that a part of me is like, oh, okay, well that makes sense. But then at the same time, I have to look at it again and be like, well, if you teach one religion, are you going to teach all religions? Like, no, you're not. You're going to preach one religion. So that's not anything. You're just trying to go into a part of you that that's like, oh no, you have to believe what we believe and that's not okay. Right. Like, like that's the thing. Like, because separation of church and state basically just means that the government can't favor, show favoritism to one religion over another or non-religion. So with that being said, if you're teaching creationism in schools, then that means you're basically teaching Abrahamic religion as fact in school. So that means any idea that goes any idea that. that goes against the Abrahamic religion. So if you're not Jewish, Christian, or Islamic or Muslim, you know whatever the the term is. Um, well, and even in those, like, like it, they're not going to preach the Muslim at all. They're not to a degree. Like I mean, they still believe in creationism. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's still the same story. Like that's not that's not any different. It's just at what point do you stop? Believing it, you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Jews stop believing it after the Old Testament. They're like, the rest of that shit is bullshit. Christians believe the Old and New Testament. And they're like, the Quran is that bullshit. And then Muslims believe the Quran, the New Testament, and the Old Testament. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, how do you choose? You know, so if you're choosing to um, do to teach creationism basically you're picking the abrahamic religion so all buddhist people their religion's not going to be taught shinto people their religion's not going to be taught hindu religion's not going to be taught pagan religion's not going to be taught um satanism's not going to be taught you know what i'm saying those are all religions witchcraft is not going to be taught voodoo's not going to be taught like i'm a little worried that you might go uh that we might go back to the fucking witch hunt trials and shit like that. Like, oh, well, you believe in Satanism, you die. Because that's the mentality. I mean, if I you're going to have people like that in the cabinet, then I can't. You you heard what Newt Gingrich said earlier um, during in the, the campaign. campaign or whatever, where he was basically saying that people who, you know, are uh, ISIS sympathizers or whatever, they're going to possibly lose their citizenship. So it's like they're going to put whoever the fuck they want in that category. Well, and the way that he was talking about it was vague. It wasn't even that he was saying, like, he did say yeah, ISIS a lot, but it was like, if you if we believe that you could be a sympathizer of ISIS or that you're making uh, any sort of contribution to their cause in any sort of negative way towards the United States, that we could go ahead and, at that point, arrest you and do what we want with you. And it's like, how... So, if... Who who classifies that? Like, who says that... I know that, you know, I'm sure it's some government agency that can... Somebody in there that just picks it, but it's still, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so, I mean, like... But, I, I, but back to my point, though, of why tr- Trump is picking these people, that's what it is. It's because they're all the super right-wing, outspoken, on the news, on Fox News all the time, conservatives. So... They're the spokespeople for the party, so to have them as part of your cabinet basically negates everybody who tried to say, oh, well, he Trump's not really a conservative. He's he's just, you know, 
running on the Republican ticket. He's not really conservative, though. That's going to negate all that shit. That's why he's picking those people. So it's like, oh, I'm not conservative. I have the most conservative cabinet ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Literally, like ever. I really hope that that shit's not true. I think it is, man. Like, I mean, who else? Who else has been around him? You see Ben Carson with him all the time. That's true. You see Chris Christie with him all the time. You see Giuliani on Fox News defending him all the time. You see Newt Gingrich on, on Fox News all the time defending him. So it's like... And then uh, there was a lot of other names that they floated around, too, that I'm just not familiar with, so I can't really speak on them. But... Those ones I know. You know what I mean? It's a, Yeah, those... The people who I'm talking about right now, though, Newt Gingrich... um. Rudy Giuliani, Chris Christie, those people, I do know them, and it'll be horrible to have them in the cabinet. You know what I mean? Imagine Michelle Bachman in the cabinet. Like, that would be terrible. Sarah Palin in the cabinet. Like, oh, these yeah, are, she was on the list. Yeah, like, these are these are realistic possibilities at this point, and that's, that's the scary part. You know what I'm saying? And then, on top of that, you have the House and the Senate uh, with Republican majorities. So all three branches of the government are all are all right wing. So this is the point that Jimmy Dore brought up on one of his uh, segments earlier that I was watching, which is an interesting point. Is so going forward, whatever happens from now to 2020, well, at least for the next two years, at minimum, the next two years. So from between now and 2018. The Republicans have to govern. If anything fails, if anything goes wrong, they'll have nobody to blame but themselves because they have the majority. They run all three houses or uh, all three branches of the government. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they have to do everything that they say they're going to do. They say you implement right wing policies. It's going to make everybody lot everybody's lives better. There's going to be more money. Trickle down economics works. Like you know what I'm saying? They say all of this shit. So. Now that we got to see, you know what I mean? Now they got to prove it. And if they don't prove it in the next two years, hopefully there will be, you know, some real progressives that, uh, that step up and can take some of those Congress seats and, you know, we'll see what happens from there. But that's really the only hope we got at this point because they have to... We already know their, their their policies don't work, but now they, they run all the, the entire federal government. So if they run the entire federal government, it's like, show and prove, no, you have the floor. Let's see what you got. You know what I'm saying? Let's see if right-wing policy works. You you got four years to show us, show us what's up. Yeah. Well, at least two. But... At, yeah, but realistically four though because Trump's going to be president for four years unless he gets impeached before that which is entirely likely if they decide to impeach him if he commits like a war crime or something but they're not going to do that though because everybody's right wing so if the whole government's right wing they're not going to so especially yeah he's not getting impeached for shit I just thought about that like that's not happening no terrifying man so that sucks but you know we gotta deal with it though so I mean here's the thing like 
the Democrats picked a really bad candidate. Like, and and here's another perspective too that you got to think about. Like, and this sounds racist. This sounds um, bigoted, but it's true. In 2008, she ran against Barack Hussein Obama, who was an unknown black senator from Chicago. And and the nigga with the Muslim name, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, beat her and then became the, <laughs> the president twice. That should have proved that she wasn't a good candidate in itself. You can't beat Barack Hussein Obama for the president of the United States during yeah. the war, B. Like, you're horrible. So, that should have done it right then. And then, part two of that is the whole Bernie Sanders phenomenon. Bernie Sanders was a little-known senator, unless you're, like, really heavy po- into politics, like deeper than we are like I don't even know all the senators and all that shit like I don't know their names you know what I mean so no. like unless you're like that's all you do is politics like unless you're one of those people you didn't know who Bernie Sanders was before last year he had a she had over a, he he overcame a 60 point deficit I want to say like and almost and almost beat her like and nobody knew who he was, but it was just the more people heard his message, the more they were like, yeah, I, I agree with all of that, or I agree with a lot of that, or whatever it was, you know what I'm saying? Or, I don't feel like he's bullshitting me. Like, I feel like that's what a lot of it was, too. Like, I don't necessarily agree with him on everything, but I don't feel like he's lying to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's what a lot of the Bernie support was, so... Well, and there's people that just flat-out hated Hillary. Like, I literally drove through parts of Texas that had signs on their town hall and this was over a year ago on their town hall that said we don't trust Hillary Yeah, like see. towns, multiple multiple towns, I've drove through that and I'm like are, she's not even like, she wasn't even at that point like anywhere close to facing off against Trump right, and people were like no, hell no like I'm like at that point you set us up for failure see so that's that's what I mean like so she <clears throat> she was a bad candidate like she couldn't beat Barack Hussein Obama she couldn't beat the 90 year old socialist maybe atheist Jew you know what I'm saying like cause think about that whenever they asked him about God or what his belief is on God he would always spin move the shit out of that question every single time he'd be like well I think we're all in this together and then he'd start talking about healthcare policy and shit, and you know what I'm saying, talking about education policy, and be like, you know, I believe that when one of us is hurting, it affects all of us, and that that's my belief. You know what I'm saying? So he would never, ever say whether or not he believed in God or not, like, in a conventional way. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the, in the standard belief of what you think God is. Mm. He would never answer that question, ever. So... He was, he, it's quite likely that he's atheist too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they tried to out him on that shit. That shit was in the emails. You know what I'm saying? That Hillary and them were like, yo, we should use this, uh, against him. We should tell the media to ask him about this more. Cause he always tried us to dodge, to dodge it. Yeah. Like even Jimmy Kimmel asked him one time, he was like, now Bernie, you said you're culturally Jewish. He was like, but you don't necessarily, you know, 
follow the religion. Do you believe in God? Like, you know what I'm saying? On Jimmy Kimmel. Like, why does Jimmy Kimmel care about that? You were the host of the man show, dude. You don't give a fuck about God like that. Like, let's be real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's, come on. So you were about to lose to the, the oldest, you know, Jew, atheist, unknown senator. You lost to Barack. And you almost lost to Bernie, and now you just lost to Trump. Like, you're the worst candidate possible. You're the second most disliked candidate ever. Number one was Trump, even though he won. Um, That's just, wow. Like, do you think that they'll try to... Do you think that they'll like learn a lesson from this? Like as far as the DNC when they come to when it comes to picking their next candidate, do you think they'll they'll pick somebody more like Bernie because that's who the people obviously liked and you know his his uh if you look at polls and stuff like that, like his uh his chances of beating Trump were like way higher than Hillary's like the whole time. And still are to this day. Like, if you poll, who do people prefer, Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders? Bernie Sanders gets way more. So, if that, you know what I mean? So, knowing all of that, do you think the DNC is going to be like, all right, we need somebody more like Bernie or Elizabeth Warren? Or do you think they're going to be like, you know what? Maybe Tim Kaine can do it. (laughs) I mean, what I hope for and what I think they'll do are two different things. What I hope for is I would think in my mind (laughs) it's an obvious choice that you would if bernie's still around you would want to pick bernie or not necessarily bernie but just somebody who shares his ideology like somebody like you want that and is passionate about it like bernie you know what i'm saying somebody who's like convicted when they are speaking and like a good speaker who has bernie's policy Mm -hmm. um because he might be too old to do it like just keep it real he's old He's an old man. <laughs> you feel me? That's what I would. That's what I would want. But at the same time, like, will they actually do it? I mean, I don't have a lot of faith in like the government like that. Like, I don't feel like they're ever going to make a choice because it's at this point it's a club, and you can you can do a lot of things, but you can't like break club rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do know what you mean. Like, that's... Uh, like, traditions are traditions, and that's mm-hmm. the way that it is. Like, the only way to break a tradition is to start something new. And that's a little bit rebellious, I understand that, but at the same time, like, that's the only way I think that things are ever going to change. But see, this is this is what I've learned with the whole... The whole... Vi- just voting third party, right? Because this is, this is my third time voting. Well, that's their problem, for, too, is they for, can't get a decent fucking candidate to save their life. Well, but here's... Yeah, I mean, that's true, but... So this is uh, this is my third time voting um, for president, right? I voted for Obama the first two times. I was 18 the first time I got to vote. It was for Obama. The uh, second time I got to vote... It was for it was also for Obama uh, in um, 2012. Or no, I'm sorry, I was not 18. I was uh, how old was I? I was 21 in 2008. Yeah, yeah, 
in 2008, I was 21, so, um, that was my first time, uh, voting, and that was for Obama, and then, when I was 25, I voted for Obama, and then, this is my third time, and I voted for Jill Stein, so this is my first time voting outside of the two-party system, and what I figured out is, not what I figured out. I mean, I already knew it, but I just didn't realize how difficult it would be, right? Because my whole purpose in voting for... Because a lot of people ask me this, too. Like, when I... A lot of pay, a, a lot of people came at me on Facebook. Like, and I just want y'all to know, like, if we had a disagreement and you kept it respectful, then I still rock with you and everything is all good. But if you came at me, you know, trying to be funny or you know, trying to be disrespectful as if I don't know what I'm talking about, as if I don't research this stuff every single day, um, you know, then you already know how that went. You were most likely embarrassed and stopped commenting. But anyway, um, all of the people who, you know, so the reason this is to answer the, the question to a lot of people, they wanted to know why I voted third party. My whole reason for voting third party was if the Green Party was able to, or, or the Libertarian Party, you know, whichever you prefer, if you like one of the third party groups. Or any of the other ones. Or any of the other ones, yeah. But those are basically the main other two. Mm -hmm. um, if you get them to 5%, the government will, uh, will uh, provide them funding towards their campaigns uh going forward like for different offices and things of that nature so i was just thinking long term i was like i know they don't realistically you know jill stein doesn't realistically have a shot at becoming the president but if people want change and people want to break out of the two-party system because these are the two most disliked candidates ever in donald trump and hillary clinton this is the election to do it. So I was like, fuck it. I'm voting third party. Because when I got to the booth, like, I just couldn't not vote for Jill Stein. Like, I went in there with the plan to vote for Hillary. Because I felt like she needed the votes. Like, I even put that on on the PSA. That's up on the YouTube channel. Um, Which, you know, you guys should go subscribe to and go check out the footage we got. Um, But... I, um, like, I, um, dang, I, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? <laughs> You're talking about voting. You were saying how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just voting third party, right? So that, but then when I got in the booth and then I just looked at the ballot, like, I, I sat there for like a good solid five minutes, pulled out my phone, looked at the polls. I was like, okay, there's not too many results in for, for today. I looked at the, the, uh, the polls from the day before. It looked like Hillary was winning the majority of them. I was like, you know what? She's going to win. I'm going to just vote for Jill Stein. Clearly, I was wrong. But, you know, I just felt like this would be the election that people would vote third party more. To give them at least a chance. And it, yeah, in higher numbers, just because people were so unsatisfied with the two candidates. So I figured this would be the, the, the time to try to get them there. But that shit is hard. As many people as I saw on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere supporting Jill Stein, there are just that many more people 
who voted for Trump and Hillary and Gary Johnson. So it's like, as crazy as Gary Johnson was, I think a lot of his strategies worked. Like, you were, a lot of the shit you were saying, as far as uh, him wilding out and acting crazy, like, I think a lot of that did work. Because he got pretty good numbers. You know what I mean? So, I think he got 3%. You know, something like that. So... You know, not enough for funding, but, and, and that shows you, like, Gary Johnson was way more known than Jill Stein was. Jill Stein, I don't even know if she got a full percent, but I was just like, damn, like, so it's, it's set up to be a two-party system. Like, they have it like that on purpose, so it makes you pick, like, like everyone says, the lesser of two evils, unless you get a dude like Bernie Sanders who's actually principled, you know what I mean? He was the only person who realistically had a chance, you know, out of the that system. You know, if he had to beat Hillary in the primary, then it would have been a real, actual, what's supposed to be a Democrat versus a real, actual, loudmouth <laughs> version of a conservative, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it would have been. It would have been the two extremes, you know, quote unquote, Bernie Sanders, I don't think is extreme, but it would have been the two quote unquote extremes of both parties. And it was like, okay, like, let's see what the people want. Bernie would have killed it, but we have to deal with what is not what, what could have been. So what I don't agree with though, is protesting the fact that he became president. Like, there's a lot of people I f I'm, I'm seeing on Twitter who are, you know, protesting. And, and I'm with you. I understand. Because I don't like the fact that he became president either. But I feel like we're protesting the wrong thing. I feel like if you're protesting him being the president, that's not going to go anywhere. Because he's not going to resign just because people don't like the fact that he's president. Or because some people are outside with signs picketing and saying, you know what I mean, never Trump, not my president. Like, it's clever for hashtags and all of that, but we have to, if we're going to assemble and protest something, we need to protest some things that we can actually, that, that would change possibly, to actually change the system, exactly. Like, you need something like Wolfpack. Or something that abolishes the electoral college, or like you need—that's the shit that you need. You don't need, like you're saying, like protesting that he's the president. He's the president. I don't want him to be the president. And I'm actually very much in mind with a lot of anarchism, right? To, to some degree, you know, like I, I get down with that idea, but you can't do anything about that part of it. You can do something about the rest of it. Yeah, like, I mean, because the way it's set up, you, I mean, you could, because you can't say it's not fair, right? Like, here's the thing, I, I don't understand why in 2016 the person who gets more votes doesn't win the presidency. I don't understand that in 2016. Um, but what I do understand is the way that it's set up is the same rules for both candidates, right? So, Hillary knows she's got to get to 270 electoral college votes. Trump knows he's got to get to 270 electoral college votes. So, with that being set up, Trump was able 
to flip enough states that were expected to go to Hillary that he out-strategized her on the Electoral College map. You can't blame him. You can't say that he did something wrong um, for doing that. You know what I mean? Like, that's just good strategy. It sucks that he was able to that he was able to do that, but, you know what I mean, it, that's what happened, you know what I'm saying, so we just have to accept that part of it, you know, he won fair and square, you know, if anything, Hillary was the cheater because of the way she did Bernie during the, uh, during the primary, you know, as far as, you know, making sure that the DNC held the debates at certain times, so that way less people would get to hear Bernie's message, so that way she could win off sheer popularity, you know, because people knew the name Hillary Clinton and they didn't know the name Bernie Sanders. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a lot of what, what got her the win in the primaries just because people were un, unable to be informed because they were having them on Saturday nights and Sunday nights and terrible times like that. And they only had, I think, three or four of them versus the Republicans who they were having a debate like every other week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like, you got to hear everything that they thought all the time. You didn't get to hear what the Democratic side really had to say until Hillary was running against Trump. And that wasn't necessarily the representation of what progressives want. You know what I mean? And that's another reason why she lost. So it's like... Yeah, because there's like, all these other reasons why she lost besides the fact that people voted third party. So it just, I don't know, it pisses me off when people say that. Because I'm like, that's that's not true like well to me it's like you can you can do a lot of things as a politician and people will understand it and call it oh you're a politician and that's what comes with that title but when you say things like you have a public position and a private position that's you can't defend that there's no way to defend that and the way she tried to defend that was horrible Mm, I could understand that actually to some degree. What I can't understand is when you sabotage your own team members. I mean, that that's the part that like to me it's like okay, the email thing, I get that. Okay, like the corruption, okay, I get that. The public and private pr- policy, I can understand that because I'm like, okay, what you're projecting out to the world as far as all of that, if that's your job is a politician and you're Hillary Clinton, you're the former first lady like you have to have some version because your your pattern was set by your husband to some degree but you have to think of it like this then what if literally every every politician uh felt like that I, i think they do to some degree if literally every politician felt like that i don't think you would ever know who to vote for because if they all have a private position and a public position, because that's like a very to to that's a very level though. But that's a blunt way to say it though. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a different like if she had a said there's certain things that like abortion. Like if she had a said there's certain things that I feel strongly about that you know I can't necessarily speak on uh, in in the way that I want to all the time. Or if she had a said some sort of version of of it maybe like that then I don't think it would be so bad but to say I have a public position and a private position means like the way to like that that sounds like two that's implying that there are two separate positions you know what I'm saying it's not like one is loosely tied to the other and it's like just 
a little bit stronger and I don't say it like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's I see, it's though, more like I feel like she she did say a, a public job of explaining it, but like if it were me, like if But that's say, part of being a politician, you have to know how to convey your message. I agree with that, but <laughs> like say say I were being asked that, right? Right. The way that I would defend that is I would very easily be or I would just explain it like okay, like subjects like abortion. Me personally, I don't believe that that should ever happen. I believe that the child should live. However, as a politician, I believe that everybody is entitled to their own opinion and their own choice. And I feel like the current standard of, you know, this and then go into all of that and then explain that 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 it's not perfect. But I feel like it should be everybody's individual choice. Right. Now... If you said that, and then if you go, you could say like even immigration, like me personally, I believe that we should all live freely. However, I do feel like there are some things that we need to correct, that we need to make a little bit stricter, that we need mm-hmm. to be a little bit looser. Right. And just say like as an individual, I believe that it's, but the world doesn't work that way. So you have to have a public opinion and a private opinion. Right. Now, again, if she had explained it that way, that would have been cool. But she tried to say something like, well, Abraham Lincoln said something similar. And, you know, like, and she tried to spin it and, like, and it was like. Oh, no, it was terrible. Saying, it makes no sense what you're saying right now, Hillary. Like, you're just lying. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's the perception people got. Now, if she meant it the way you just described it, she didn't convey that message at all. So. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't just take that on face value. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, maybe it was this. Like, I can't, I can't assume that because she didn't show me any, any uh, evidence for that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <clears throat> but she didn't have me writing her speeches, so. Well, true too. That's also. But yeah, like I mean, I guess that's my point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if she was being sincere. And it, like it that actually meant something, yeah. then she could easily articulate what she means by it, but she wasn't able to. So she tried to spin move and that shit didn't work. So Well, I think like with her, like the problem is is like like when you do have so much corruption, you gotta think like anytime some anytime you do something wrong and somebody asks you something even close to something about that, you're gonna get scared. So she right. does have skeletons in her closet and as soon as like somebody said that she was like, Oh shit, they're talking about me like taking money for you know like all of this shit like name your name your topic in that world right so she's like uh i don't i don't know what you mean right i mean and i i, I get and that that's the problem yeah i mean that's a big part of the problem like she just yeah it's the sincerity thing like that's why I, you know she had the whole perception of being a liar when trump is equally if not a bigger liar than her so it's like, cause she eventually fessed up to everything that she did. You know what I'm saying? Like she just would try to not talk about it. Like she never denied doing the email thing. Like she never, you know what I'm saying? Like anything that she was, any scandal that had her name really attached to it. Like she never really denied any of it. Like she just tried to, yeah, she would try to pivot and deflect that shit. But Trump would just straight up deny it. Like shit never even happened. Like the 12 women, you know, coming forward, basically repeating the story that he told on the bus, saying, like, yeah, basically verbatim, everything he said is what he did to me. Like, when 12 women say it, 
you know, maybe three or four of them, maybe five of them lying. See, five or six of them are telling the truth, though, at minimum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's just statistically. St- exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, they wouldn't all come out and... Especially when a lot of them have more to lose than they have to gain by saying that. Well, and it's, So, it's like, you know, there's... It's something that you brought up before, and what kills me about it is, like, people, like, that you would never think would do this... Like, Trump, you would think, would do it. But people that you would never think would do that, like Bill Cosby. Yeah. He had how many women before everybody started, like, persecuting him? Like, and they automatically were like, he's a fucking molester and he's a... You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And it's like those same people don't want to do that to Trump. And it's like, why is that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. But, like... And I feel like that's the problem. Like, if you had if you had done that, and I feel like they did to some degree, and he was losing, but then Hillary had another scandal, mm-hmm. and then as soon as that happened, he was able to pivot off of it. And it's like, you should have stuck with that as much as you were trying to cover. Yeah. But, you know, he still won, and people, and the problem is, is that he was able to pivot off of it being like, oh, it's locker room talk and all of that stuff, and it's like, I've said some really dirty shit to some dirty people before <laughs> I've yeah, never I mean, once been like you know what I'm gonna do yeah I'm just gonna and like the thing is here's the thing right like that's ballsy man like if you're telling a story you'll say it or if you're, if you're <clears throat> ooh excuse me if you're telling a story or if you're talking about <clears throat> something that works right Like, if you're giving, let's say you have a homeboy who's not very good with women, right? And you're trying to give him advice. You're going to tell him what works for you, right? Mm -hmm. So, when he's talking to Billy Bush, he's like, when you're a celebrity, they let you do anything you want. You can grab him by the pussy. You know, let me get in some Tic Tacs because I just kissed them. I don't even wait. Like, to me... That's the worst part about it. It's not really the grabbing by the pussy part. Like, oh, he said pussy. Oh, whatever. Like, that's whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's almost like the 40-year-old virgin when he was like, yeah, you know when you grab a breast and it feels like a bag of sand? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's like somebody trying to be cool type shit. Like, because nobody says that. Nobody says grabbing by the pussy. Like, that's just some weirdo shit. So it's like... Yeah, and that's your advice, like you said. Like, that's what you're saying. Like, this is what you should do. You see what I'm saying? So he's like, you can just grab him by the pussy, you do whatever. So, but, yeah, that's why I said the most disturbing part is that I don't even wait. Once he says, I don't even wait, at that point, you're saying, this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not saying, this isn't theoretical anymore. This isn't, you can do all of these things. This is not, this is what I do. Once you say, I don't even wait, that means... You've at least done it before. You know what I'm saying? At least once to somebody. Like, it's like a magnet. I just start kissing beautiful women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's just the like, way he framed the conversation makes it sound like that's something that he's done before. So for him to spin it and be like, no, I've never done any of those things. And it's just locker room talking. And like, what? That locker room talk shit that he was saying, like, would have made sense if it was Billy Bush saying that stuff to Donald Trump because he's, like, trying to impress him or something like that. But Donald Trump is the celebrity in the situation. 
Yeah. So who are you? Why are you trying to impress Billy Bush? Like that's George Bush's nephew. Like who gives a fuck? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't even know who he was until. Yeah, he was like an Access Hollywood uh, like yeah, interviewer guy or whatever. You know, I don't know if that's the correct show or not. You know, uh, forgive me. Sorry, but... I'm sure you're not. Yeah. <laughs> just being funny. But I mean, I don't, I don't know what the name of the show. It's something like that though. But he, well, he was. He got let go because of the whole Bush thing. But or I mean, because of the whole Trump thing. Um, but. Yeah, I did like that. But he was George Bush's... He's George W. Bush's uh, nephew. He's, uh... I don't know if he's Jeb's son, but he, he might be Jeb's nephew also. It might be, like, another Bush brother. But, um... Yeah, he's he's one of them, uh, kid. You know what I mean? And, uh... So that would have made sense the other way around. You know what I mean? But here's an interesting point, right? My dad posted this on, uh, on Facebook. Um... Shout out to my dad. He just celebrated his birthday yesterday. Um, but, uh, he, he said, uh, so Billy Bush gets fired for quote unquote egging on Trump, you know, during these comments that were made over 10 years ago, but Trump becomes the president. I was like, yeah, wow. Like that is crazy to think about. Like this dude lost his job over something that happened 10 years ago that nobody ever knew until this other dude started running for president. And then this dude won the presidency and is about to become the president and now you don't have a job anymore. That's crazy to think about, right? That, like, like yeah, think like, about my that. My mind's blown a little bit. Like, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, I think about that shit. Like, we're sitting here talking. Let's say this conversation, you know what I mean, like, you know, this podcast gets leaked because I'm doing some important shit in 10 years. And, you know what I'm saying? And like, you and you're, say, you're just, do, you're doing something completely different in life now. Like, we're not even, you know, and, yeah, we're not even chilling in communication anymore. This is 10 years later, you know, something happens where we're off doing some other shit now. I'm living in Australia, surfing. And, yeah, and I'm trying to do my thing, you know, I'm rapping or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I'm 40 years old trying to start a rap career for whatever reason, right? And it's starting to work. And then this podcast leaks, you know what I'm saying? When we're talking about our political opinions and shit like that. And I'm controversial. I'm a controversial figure, right? And then you get dropped for your, from your sca- from your surfing thing. Yeah. Because of this. Like, that would essentially... But but then I become the rapper and the superstar and the controversy works for me. But you got dropped from your sponsorship because you're associated with me from this podcast 10 years earlier. That's insane, right? <laughs> like That's crazy. That's crazy. <clears throat> like, do I think he should have that job when he's encouraging that type of behavior, I guess? Not necessarily because, you know, when they got off the bus and... He's like, oh, give give the Donald a hug, and oh, you can give me a hug, and that made it weird too, because it was like you were just talking about doing all this nasty shit, and all of a sudden you're going in for hugs, and that makes it physical. And yeah, it's like, like okay, so now you're you're really might try to do this shit, like you know what I'm saying? That makes it weird too. So do I? Am I comfortable with that? Like, no, not really. So you probably shouldn't have that job. But the fact that you got fired, and the dude, the reason you got fired is the president now the leader 
the leader of the country, and the reason that audio got leaked was because he was running for that position, and he still got the position. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's so much hypocrisy in that to where I, I feel like that's fucked up. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, they shouldn't. Because everybody you know that I mean? attacked him, every single person that even slightly attacked him or even just didn't acknowledge his existence anymore, he attacked them. Yeah. And that, like, bulldog <clears throat> mentality and fucking he's still doing people it. up. He has an enemies list. Like, and it's, there's a bunch of Republicans on that bitch. Like, because they didn't, you know, uh, fall in line during, you know, after he beat them or whatever. Like, because, you know, Chris Christie, he was one of the people running against him at first. And then he was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm out. And then he was like, all right, I'm supporting Donald Trump. He jumped on the bandwagon early because he saw what it was, you know what I'm saying? And which was smart because now he's about to get a cabinet position. You feel me? So that was a a smart move. He did the right, you know, as far as being politically savvy, that was the right move. So, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a bunch of people who, who didn't do that. There was all the never Trump people like Ted Cruz and... You know what I'm saying? I don't know about Marco Rubio. I don't know what he said about it. But Ted Cruz definitely was, like, not fucking with Trump. So, you know, on that level, he's about to get shitted on politically. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be good for Ted Cruz. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. Like, we'll see. Like, it's going to be real interesting to see exactly what happens. Um... Even though, like I said, I kind of disagree with the reason that people are protesting. Like, I get the frustration. I get the anger. <clears throat> um, I want to I wanna talk to some people. Um, I know they were protesting in Tempe like a few days ago. I'm not sure if those protests are still going on. I know it was real heavy in, like, Chicago and I think, uh, like, D.C. that was getting down. In Seattle. Se- yeah. Austin. Uh, there was a bunch in California, like L.A., Oakland, um, Philadelphia, uh, Miami, a bunch of places, man. Like a lot of people protesting, but at the same, and there was not even like just the riots and that type of fl- like the flag burning, but there's also been um, students that have just been leaving high schools and colleges. Uh, that are saying, like, not our president and stuff, which is, you know, the high school, I'm like, eh, maybe some of you can't vote. And I know I hated people that said that shit to me when I was in high school, but... Yeah, but I mean, true. you know what? <laughs> but it, it, and, and it's true that they can't vote, but it's still cool that they're voicing their opinion because that's a good sign, right? Like, for high school students to basically yeah. be saying not our president because what reason do they have to not like Donald Trump. Like, they don't give a fuck about TPP. They don't know what that shit is. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know. They just know bad what, shit when they see it. Which yeah. Which is great for, like, the movement and future generations. Exactly. But. Like, they might know more... They might know about the Dakota Access Pipeline. You know what I'm saying? They might oh, yeah. know about that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I know they're against it. You know what I mean? Because young people, for the most part, are progressive. So, you know what I'm saying? Like... You know, except for the ones who get brainwashed early. Like for the most part, young people are progressive, so um, they they know about that and they know about you know hateful uh, rhetoric. They know that Mexicans are not criminals and rapists. They know that you shouldn't ban 1.6 billion Muslims. You know what I'm saying? They know that 84 
percent of white people are not murdered by black people. Like they know these things. You know what I'm saying? They're like, nah, this is bullshit. Like we don't like this dude. You know what I mean? They know that uh, women should be global warming. You know, treated thing. good. Yeah, like no climate change is real. Like exactly. Like these are all things that <clears throat> that young people know. So it's good to see high school students like really out there voicing their opinions and and being active politically especially before they can vote because that means hopefully when they can vote they will be just as engaged and they can create real change so you know the future is in in the hands of of the youth but you know i don't know like cuz they say the older you get, the more conservative you get, but I don't think that's true. Like, I think just, it, it completely depends on how you, how you absorb information, I guess. Like, if you're the type of person that can be indoctrinated really easily, then you probably would be conservative because you just believe what people tell you. Like, they don't necessarily go by numbers and statistics and facts and stuff like they go by feelings you know what i'm saying that's why they still try to implement trickle down economics and shit like that even though it it's been proven that it doesn't work they still try to do it because they feel like it it should again it's the whole in principle versus in practice thing um if they believe in something in principle they just go ahead and implement it even if it doesn't work in practice whereas i'm like you can't do that um but yeah, so I mean, but other than that, like if you're the type of person that you can uh, you can take in information and data and be like, okay, based on, you know, what I know, this makes sense, this does not make sense. If you're that type of person, if you're like, okay, I, I know that two plus two equals four, so... In order to fix this problem, we need to get to four. So I know that means we need to add two and two to get there. Like, if you're that type of person, then I think you'll be more liberal the older you get. Because that's the only way to solve problems. Like, climate change is four. You know what I'm saying? Like, or not, not climate change, but the solution, you know, to slowing down climate change is four. And not fracking and switching to green technologies is two plus two in that equation let's say you know what i'm saying so if you're that type of person you're like okay well we need to do these things in order to get to this solution then i think liberal policies are where you're going to lean because those are the ones that are demonstrably proven to work whereas like i said right-wing policies you know they're demonstrably proven to do way more damage you know, and if you believe that climate change is a, a hoax, then, you know, you're going to do way more damage to future generations and they're not going to be able to enjoy the America that you're, say, you're trying to make great again. So, I don't know, man, but what's up, Batman? Anything? Hmm. No, I mean, I, I agree with you, man. I'm just... I'm just hoping that I wake up from this nightmare. <laughs> For real. Hopefully this is a, a four-year-long nap. 
All right, man. Uh, thanks for uh, listening to us. We went a little long today, but appreciate you guys uh, hanging in there. Follow us on Twitter, Shane G Music, JTS, uh, JTS Batman, and JTS underscore show. Make sure you follow uh, the Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash the JTS show. Also subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, we drop uh, interviews and uh, just different footage on there. Uh, just find us uh, at the JTS show on YouTube. And uh, make sure you subscribe and share the SoundCloud if you enjoy the podcast. Um, so that's all for the night. Uh, we will uh, see you guys next week. This is Shane. This is Batman. We're out. Peace. Later.